ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. You all smell that? Smells like an undefeated season. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Really? Welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. I am your host and undefeated 5-0 in the Dynasty Football League, Sean, and I'm here with Adam and Wes tonight. Neil is out on the campaign trail knocking doors and uh, shaking babies. I mean, kissing babies and knocking doors. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Neil Payne, Florida Education. How you doing? <laughs> District 1. Where's your baby? I'll kiss it. <laughs> so, Adam's uh, basketball season is over. Unfortunately, defeat in the championship game, which is a bummer. But something to grow off of, right? Absolutely. And those eighth grade girls, I mean, just a quick shout out to them. They, Coach Perry had them ready to roll. They battled all year. They battled through some adversity and just came up short in the end. Well, you know, seems to be the seems the way we go around here. <laughs> so, another exciting week of college football. Man, I tell you what, this might be one of the best college football seasons that I have personally seen in a long time. Because not only are the games meaningful, there's a, but they're good. They're not. Yeah. You know, you, you're getting. You know. Eight, nine matchups, 15, 20 matchups, whatnot, but, and they're all good. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean. Oh, well, except for uh, Texas, West Virginia, and then Texas, Oklahoma. Both of those were uh, really bad. But it, it they was, beat Oklahoma worse than they beat they West did. Virginia. You're right about this. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was rough there for sure. 39 yards passing is what Oklahoma had in that game the other That's day. That's nuts. Now, granted, it was with a backup quarterback, but still, this is a kid that was recruited to play at Oklahoma. He should be able to pass for more than 39 yards. You would hope so. In a in a game that it wasn't like that Gabriel got hurt and he came in. Like, he had full week of prep. So, I don't know. Oklahoma this week against – Kansas, I think, and they're favored by nine and a half points. Because Kansas's quarterback is out for the season. Is he really? I, I sent it in our group text. He oh. got a grade three. Sorry, I've been so busy today, I haven't been having a chance to look. He's got a grade three injury. Uh, hang on, I'll find it real quick. Just talk while I find Man, it. Man, that sucks for them. I mean, they're going to get another victory and get a bowl bid for sure. But, I mean, the backup kid, he came in and absolutely hung with TCU the other day. 
And then, and they I mean, had a chance to win. Like in my head, I'm thinking, how in the world does Kansas have two legit quarterbacks? Now, obviously, this week will be different because a team has a chance to game plan for the backup. Yeah. So we'll see how he looks. Roles reversed from last year. The kid that's the backup this year got hurt last year, and Daniels came in at the end of the season and shined. Yep. So that's how he got the starting job. So it'll be interesting to see. Leipold is definitely a inspirational coach, if nothing else. He's got those kids playing solid football. So it is a grade three separation of his right shoulder, which is his throwing shoulder, and he's out for the season. They've already ruled him out for the rest. So of the is he what? Is he a sophomore or what is he? I'm wanting to say a junior okay. off the top of my head, but so I'm he'll sure. come back for next season. Probably at this. I point. mean, it just sucks because this feels like Kansas has caught lightning in a bottle this year. Yeah, and like this was their chance. I think it was 2007 yes. with uh, Reesing at yeah. quarterback where they went to a BCS game and actually won the game. Yeah. And this had that same type of feel, and now you lose your quarterback. Right. And, and you know, the interesting thought to that is if if Lance Leipold is a, basically almost a one-and-done here, they, they probably lose that complete opportunity to really build – I've seen a lot of interviews with him. I don't I don't know that he just does one year here and then jumps. But he was a six-time national champion in Division Three in Wisconsin. The Wisconsin job is open. You know, you got him and then you've got um, – The defense coordinator. Yeah, which, which, you know, He's a they, Wisconsin they won big the other day. They've got a big game again this weekend. And then the the Baylor coach, um, uh, Arenada. No, uh, shoot, can't think of his name now. Matt Rule. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> Veranda, Dave Veranda. That's not his name. It starts with an A. It's Aranda. Well, you didn't say Aranda. Aranda, Aravada. Yeah, you you made up some weird name there. That's at <laughs> West Virginia in you. Um, we just make up stuff. Yeah. But anyways, he's a, he's a former Wisconsin guy too. So to me, he's probably the get for them if they're not going to go with Leonard. I think Leonard is the top guy at a lot of these schools that are well, coming up. Well, Leonard is who they want, and that, a lot of people believe that's why he was fired was to give Leonard a seven-game audition. So far, so good. You because- know. He's got NFL experience. Did you see that all of the uh, all of the schools that have fired their coaches were undefeated this past weekend, or they, they like they went four and zero? Arizona ne- State with a big win. Yeah, Arizona State, Nebraska, Georgia Tech, and Wisconsin all fired their coaches and all won this past weekend in meaningful games, not just like against FCS teams. Speaking of Nebraska. Go Huskers. Let's say the Kansas coach does take the Wisconsin job. Who's your favorite for the Nebraska job then? I think Matt Rule is somebody you have to look at now that he's gone from the Panthers. We and all agree I, he's I, going back to college, right? A hundred percent. And he will never coach in the pros again. No. I I'll to be honest with you, I don't see it with Matt Campbell. 
we've talked about that. Like what he's done at Iowa State is great. But if you take his seven years versus Bob Stoops' seven years, who's been more successful there? He's not been able to win the big games. And I know Stoops hasn't won a bunch, but he's won, what, three or four bowl games in a row now? And Iowa State seems like they're always in the game, but they always find a way to lose it. And to me, that always falls on coaching. Like last night, the Raiders losing to the Chiefs, 100% on coaching. You're up 17 to nothing. And then it's like Patrick was like, okay, it's time to play now. How in the world do you allow uh, Kelsey to score four touchdowns right. on five go, catches? Did they go for two? Yes. Yes. With four minutes to go in the game. Was that not the dumbest thing? I mean, I understand that Patrick Mahomes was doing what he was doing in the second half, but you tie the game up. Since you brought that fourth and two thing up, uh, I I wanted to get your all's thoughts on this. Because you all both coached in in sports, maybe not football, but but sports. But let's think about this for a second. What did you think about the fourth and one call that the Chargers did against the Browns? When, you know, you have to think about, they go for a fourth and one. Obviously, they don't get it. They give the Browns an opportunity to kick a field goal, and they get lucky because they missed it. Or... <laughs> You realize that it's Jacoby Brissett. You kick it and make them drive 80 yards with no timeouts on a guy that's not thrown a pass more than 20 yards the entire day. Make them earn it. But, man, I tell you, Staley makes some of the most questionable calls. And analytics is is taking over the game of football in a negative way. Look, I know the analytics in baseball seems to work, but the analytics in football, a lot of times, I mean, you're a freaking coach. Go with your gut. I mean, look at the fact that it's not Patrick Mahomes across the field from you. If it's Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Josh Allen, yeah, you go for the fourth and one because you need to keep the clock running. It was Jacoby Brissett, right? So, that was a questionable call. And then you turn around and you had a fourth and one inside the five-yard line for the Ravens against the Bengals. And they go for it rather than kicking the field goal. It's it's Justin Tucker. Yeah. I mean, he's Mr. Automatic. He's yeah. going to kick he's going to hit that kick and then you're going to you're going to extend your lead. Instead, you go for fourth and one. And fail, and you give the ball back to the Bengals. No, you know Joe Burrow is a big game guy, yeah. and and he drove it right down the field and, got, and took the lead back. Luckily, the Ravens still won the game. But you can't, as to me, as John Harbaugh, you cannot look at that and go, "Well, if we don't get it, even if they do score, I've got Lamar Jackson. We'll just come back down." You can't guess that. You, to me. You always have to put the points on the board when it's in when it's in your face. And they have one of the very few kickers that can make a field goal pretty much ninety five percent of the time because they yeah. were really bad in the NFL this yeah. weekend. They've been bad all year. Yeah, 
Right. I mean, to me, <laughs> I told I told Neil yesterday when we were talking, I was like, I think we're headed towards the fact that, you know how we got rid of kickers in our fantasy league? I think we're headed – the NFL is going to figure out a way to get rid of kickers. Well, and that, you know – I mean, the you've Cardinals got, lost the game because of the kicker. You've got Justin Tucker, and that might be just about it. That might be a reason on top of analytics. People are like, you know what? Let's just go for it. It's fourth and two. Let's just go for it because our kicker sucks. Yeah. So the two teams you mentioned, yeah. the Chargers and the Ravens, who's the Ravens quarterback? Lamar Jackson. Who's the Chargers quarterback? Justin Herbert. Is there anybody on defense you trust more than Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson? Not for me. Fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three. I'm going for it every time. I don't care where we are on the field. I mean, uh, the only team that you have to say at this point this year that you wouldn't do that against is the Bills. Right. Maybe the 49ers, they're on that fence. That's it. That's the line. Everybody else, you're going for it. Period. And they both got bailed out. Yeah. Theoretically, both calls were horrible calls, and it nearly cost them the game. And, you know, for – this is how stupid Staley is. He goes out and makes a comment after the game that, you know, he trusts his defense. Well, obviously you don't, or you wouldn't have went for it. If you trusted your defense, you would have punted the ball and put them, you know, 80 yards away and trusted your defense to stop them from driving down the field and scoring. But, obviously, he didn't. But, I mean, we're talking – I wouldn't say I trusted my defense. It's, it's amazing to me how many – like, Cleveland was gashing um, the Chargers the other day. I mean, they were averaging like five and a half to six yards a, a carry. So, like, I, I get that part of it. And then, you know, the Chargers were doing a pretty good job on their side, too. It just cracks me up that you can go the whole game and average six yards a carry, but when it's a fourth and one, you can't come up with that. <laughs> I think, and me and my friends from back in West Virginia, we talk about it all the time. We've talked about it for years. The biggest problem with NFL coaches is they try to get too uh, clever. So fourth and one, they want, well, everybody knows you're going up the middle, so let's hit a reverse or let's do a sweep. No, just stick with your bread and butter. Do a quarterback sneak or give it up the middle. Right. Simple as that. Get your yard and then play on. Well, speaking of, you know, getting creative and stuff, did you all hear that that Saban and Alabama knew exactly what call that was coming on that last play? Yeah. Like they knew it. I mean, he talking, he said, yeah, we knew exactly what they were going to do. We were prepared for it. And it looked like it. Did you see him break down that play? Yeah. Oh, uh, after the fact? I mean, my goodness. Brilliant. You talk about having your guys. That's the difference between him and everyone else. Yeah. Did He's got see? his whole team to where he could just say, they're running this, and they go, oh, and, I mean, they do exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. They know their job. Yep. It's just like Bill Belichick when they do your job. Yeah. And they do it. Did you see the defensive back on that play that was on the uh, wide receiver that was targeted? Oh, yes. He said he looked at the sideline and could read Jimbo Fisher's lips 
saying Evan, 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 which is the guy's first name, yeah. the wide receiver's first name. So he knew the ball was coming right there. Yeah. It was a terrible throw, so it didn't well, matter. And, well, and, and it was a terrible call. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. it. Coaching and kicking have been horrendous in both college and pro football all year long. So, speaking of coaching, we talked about hot seats a couple of weeks ago. There's some new candidates, right? Josh McDaniels is in serious trouble, and I think Dan Campbell is too. The The love affair of Dan Campbell is about done because he – so what if you score 40 points? If you give up 45, it doesn't matter. I still don't think that he's got the defense set in place that he wants yet. He made some really good picks in the in the draft this year. Oh, yeah. And, they, and they, they're just not – they're just young, and they're playing in a division where you've got a new guy in Minnesota that's uh, running an offense that well, it seems like it's starting to click pretty well now. The Packers are still Aaron Rodgers-driven, and he can do whatever he wants to do for the most part. But, you know, they do need to run ball a little bit more. Um, yeah, don't don't even mention the other and, team. You know, they, the, don't, the, they don't play pro football. <laughs> <laughs> but their defense is keeping them in games. Yeah. Um, so he, he just hasn't – he needs he, another year to be able to get some guys in there. He got Sunday to the hilt. I mean, 29 nothing with a third-string Bailey Zappi who is looking really good. He looks really He's good. very ac- he was super Have accurate you in college. Seen him in West at Western Kentucky. Yes. He My looks better goodness. than Mac Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. fat He's Mac super, Jones. Super super accurate. Fat Matt Jones. Yeah. Mac Jones. And look and Matt Jones and if you're listening. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's that's a place right now that Belichick don't care. I mean, it's obvious he does not care. Oh, he yeah. will go with a better quarterback. Absolutely. And well, I mean 100% because he's going to run the ball. Yeah. He's got two guys, one that's hurt now and so he's he's got Is that why Harris had such a bad performance Ramon, in that? Ramondre's getting married to have a monster four or five game stretch. Yeah, until he gets hurt. Right. So, well, sorry Spencer. Um Spencer's really big on Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and like, Gabe Davis. He's so good on ba- Gabe Davis, he benched him this week while he put up 34 points. So, since you brought up Gabe Davis, I got to tell you, we were going to Elkhorn Thursday. We're on the bus. Or was it? No, Friday. We were going to the championship at Western Hills on the bus. Coach Perry looks at me. He's like, hey. Let's talk fancy. <laughs> He's like, I got Gabe Davis in my lineup right now. Shall I leave him in or shall I play one of these other guys? I was like, man, I play Dobbs. He's getting a lot of targets. Oh, He's getting a no. lot of looks. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Gabe Davis really hasn't done anything since that big week one. Yeah, you're right. As soon as the 98-yard right. touchdown happened, hey, hey, Adam, I texted him uh, and I was like, I'm sorry. We have to have a talk. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna have you back next year. <laughs> we're not. I know you went 14 contract. and eight, but you uh, you put Dobbs in my lineup, and uh, so look. I, Trey texts me every week asking me for advice, and I hate doing that because I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I always look at it going, "This is what I would do." Yeah. 
and but that doesn't mean that that's what you should do, right? There was I don't know a week or so ago, I, Penny and Cooks. I think it was last week. They both hit, you know, and I, that's what I told him. And uh, you know, fortunately, they they both hit. And then of course Penny gets hurt this week. But it was Thursday, Thursday at Elkhorn. It was not Coach Perry this time. It was Katie Joe Buckman. Oh, <laughs> she had an injury at running back. She needed a running back to fill. She's like, I got Tony Pollard in right now. I was like, you just never know. Does he get two carries? Does he get ten? She picks up Mike Boone and plays Mike Boone instead. Pollard gets a touchdown 90 yards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have stuck with the Pollard play on that one. The way they're yeah. running the ball right now. So. Well, the week before, Pollard got two carries. Speaking of the Cowboys. Cooper Rush looks pretty good, huh? And I mean, does he though? He threw for what, 180 yards? But there does, was a couple drops. Does his offense look good under Cooper Rush? His offense—it looks better than under Dak. I mean, but it's a completely different offense. But you wait when Dak comes back, they're going to go back throwing the ball 50 times a game. And and the, and when they lose that first game back. I don't know. I, I just don't – I if they keep – I mean, he's got, what, another week? I, I, I think he's going to have – Wednesday. Yeah. I don't think he plays this week. So, When's their bye week? Yeah. Let's see. So something you two probably haven't noticed because you're not Packer fans. Mike McCarthy was the Packers coach. Yes, we know. When Rodgers would get hurt, like – this is his, like, M.O. He can design an offense and make a backup look good. Like, Matt Flynn kept us in the playoff picture until <laughs> Rodgers could get back healthy. Matt, Matt, Flynn Matt Flynn earned a massive contract yes. in Seattle doing that. Yes. Okay. Brett Hundley did the same thing. They yeah. play They play Philly this week. And then the next two weeks they play Detroit and Chicago. If Dallas is smart, I mean, this is the biggest game, you, you know, of of the three. You I'm, leave him out, and, and then you, and then they he, got the buy. If Cooper Rush goes out and wins three more games in a row, that can't get that job. Oh my god! And then they got the buy. So I mean, they could just say we're going to continue to play. They're going to win two more games after that. I'm telling that you, that would put him at eight and zero as a starter. Am I right about that? Seven or seven and zero or eight and zero as a starter. What and then they, they right have now? their bye week, and that that week they're, nine uh, bye week. They're would, four and one, so he's won five. He's five and zero right now. Five and zero. He's right five now. and zero right yeah. now. That means that if he won the next three games, he'd be eight and zero as a starter, and then the bye week. I mean, you talk about headlines for days that that week. Well, I mean, it already is. It, I mean, they're debating right. on every freaking radio show right now. Skip Bayless will b- go through the moon excited if he goes eight zero. Like Skip Bayless, I don't think. I don't, I don't think Prescott. I don't, I, I'm calling it right now. Dak don't get his job back. I'm not going I, that far. I, 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 if McCarthy I think, wants to save his job, well, Dak don't that's get just his it, job. It's back. not McCarthy's call. You're right. It, it, it is it's Jerry, Jerry Jones. But yep. as we talked last yeah. week. If Zeke goes out and has good games and Pollard has good games, you know, the whole 
Chubb Hunt, you know, one one two. You got uh, you got Zeke and Pollard one two. You go out and win the next three games. I mean, I tell you what, that team's getting behind him. They've gotten behind him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the worst thing in the world that could possibly happen is they bring him back after the bye week, and Dallas is at seven and one, and and then Dak loses the first game back. It's happening. <sighs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute. So let's just say, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say he stays out until the bye, which would be smart for him because, you know, you saw what uh, yeah. uh, Russ Wilson did with his hand last year. It did not look good. It took him about four or five games to really get right. Uh, apparently, he's still having trouble with it because yeah. <laughs> they play. It's moved up to his elbow now or his lap. They I play mean. Green Bay in Week Ten after the bye. That's yeah. Oh well, that's a win. I don't know. Is it at Green it's Bay? It's at Green Bay. It depends on how I could easily see them coming out and losing that game because that comes back. Have Have you all seen Rodgers is already hitting at retirement? Yeah, yet? I saw that. Do you blame him? He said it all depends on how these young guys develop. Well, there's yeah. only one one. There's only one young guy that needs to develop because the other one's going to be hurt the rest of the year. Well, the, here's the Dobbs thing. is the only one that needs to show him anything. Their defense is not playing well at all. And this that was supposed true. to have been their top thing. I mean, they allowed the Giants to basically outscore them the other day. So the defense is giving up the fewest yards of anybody in the NFL. But when teams run crossing routes, they're giving up the most yards to anybody in the NFL. <laughs> so if you're a coach, how would you attack the Packers? <laughs> right. <laughs> crossing routes the whole game. Crossing routes all day. It's like they get confused. Yeah. So, um, we we mentioned it briefly earlier. Matt Rule is out. So, this is like a – we've got a streak going now of like five consecutive weeks now that there's been a coach fired. It wasn't a college coach. Satterfield managed to uh, stay off the hot, job. Yeah, yep. the hot seat. And but, got named I, Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet's one of the top six coaches of the week. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> that was a lot of pressure, and he went out and performed. Uh, listen, he did what needed to be done. I mean, Cunningham he didn't play, right? Out. Well, and that probably, Ka- and that probably helped him. Was hurt. Yeah. Well. But, I mean, at the beginning of the season, Malik Cunningham was, like, supposed to be all that. But, anyways. So, apparently, Rule got into an argument with the owner after the game. And that's when he got fired. He was never keeping his job anyway. No, no, he wasn't. But, I mean, like, it got heated apparently after the game. Baker is now hurt. I'm doing air quotes. He's hurt. Does he play again in the NFL? Baker? Yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll finish this year. Yeah, once he comes back, he'll finish this year. I'm not so sure. Well, I mean. I mean, P.J. Walker's up now because I guess uh, Sam Darnold is still hurt. close, apparently. Um. Hold on, hold on. Breaking news. So we we mentioned earlier on the podcast about Jalen Daniels, Kansas quarterback, yeah, missing the rest of the season. He just quote tweeted the tweet on Twitter and said, "Sheesh, that's news to me." With the little thinking emoji. So huh. maybe he's not out for the year. Well, that's interesting. 
Breaking news. See if the line changes. It's nine and a half right now. So, <laughs> Oh, he's not playing this week for sure. No, 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 for sure. There is a uh, device to put on your shoulder, although it is his throwing shoulder, so that, that stinks. Yeah. It's Dalvin Cook's hammering shoulder. It, if, <laughs> so. if, no, if nothing else, it could be a, a simple tweet to put Oklahoma on their thinking caps. I think they could beat Oklahoma without – Without Daniels. Depends on if Oklahoma's starting quarterback plays. It's true. I still think they So, that's another coach I think is on the hot seat. Oklahoma's coach? Yep. Um, Venables. Venables. Yeah. And, and a, 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 like, like really hot. Did he bring in anybody with him? Like Lincoln Riley did when he, you know, when he goes to USC and he brings in the guy I, from I don't Pitt know. Was Gabriel in. already there? No, Gabriel transferred from UCF, I think. Okay. I mean, being a first season in college, you haven't had your own um, recruiting class, so I think he gets yep, one more year. But but but, 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 but look at Lincoln Riley did the exact same thing in USC, and he's in the top six right now. So you can't use that as – it's Oklahoma. They've been established for years. Lincoln True. Riley and Brent Venables are two different coaches, hey, though. look. Oklahoma's the one that went and hired him. Nobody yeah, said he had to. We also said that Venables was probably the right pick there. I think Venables is the right guy. It's just got to get time to play. What? Um, what's his buyout? I don't know. It's, if it's not eighty six million. Yeah. I can promise you that. <laughs> did uh, so? Did Jimbo buy himself time with the game against Alabama? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think they're he, – they, He wasn't going anywhere anyway. No, they're not going to fire him during season. Especially with everything that happened in the preseason with the whole, you know, uh, those guys those guys that sit up there I mean, there that, that class box, hasn't come in yet, right? right? The exactly. one that he bought, that's, that's next year. That's next year's right. class. Yeah. So so he gets at least that class to see what, and if what's going to happen. And if that will continue, I mean, he's going to have a top three, top five class every year. Yeah. At that point, you, you just about can't go wrong. Well, you have to be able to coach them. That's 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 for sure. That's true. So while we're still in college football, before we move, you know, further on, what about Coach Prime and Coach Eddie Jackson Jr. Uh, having Eddie, words on Eddie the field? Robinson. Eddie Robinson. And look, we've seen the videos all over TikTok. We've seen the videos and stuff on Twitter. Coach Prime did nothing wrong in my mind. He didn't. He, he like, you know, he. he he comes Eddie, across as arrogant. Eddie Robinson, you know, they shook hands, and then he was like, let's not – he put his arm out, to, and, and he said, I didn't want to bro-hug him. He said, I, I gave him a handshake. That was the extent of what I wanted to do. He stuck his hand out. And from one angle, it looked like he, you know, stuck his hand out and then kind of and then kind of pushed off and went towards the locker room. The other and angle looks like And when you turn the other angle – well, Dion takes his arm and pushes him off. Like, don't you touch me right there? That's it, almost like putting the, you know, putting the finger right in the, right in your chest. You know, pointer finger right in your chest. So, well, I mean, Dion was all about like saying that he's like, who's not swag? I'm not swag. I'm swag. Who else is swag if I'm not swag? I was like, but um, yeah, Eddie Eddie Robinson was 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 hot. I mean, and, and he didn't. What he didn't like is. Especially what he didn't like was Coach Prime's pregame. 
you know, he's got his he's got his cop uh, patrolman um, uh, escort, and he comes out of his instead of just going straight down the field to his guys. But he does that every game. He does that every game, but man, every game. So what did he do? So he, he just go- walks around the field. He walks game. around the field, but I mean, okay. he's walking right through the middle of 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 them warming up and and the Alabama and, State players were cussing him. Yes, they were and yelling at him, and he didn't say a word. And that's in their house. That's in that's in Alabama State's house. There was some bad blood before that game ever took place right. because Jackson State wanted extra tickets and parking passes, and Alabama State said. You're not getting them. I don't blame them. That's gamemanship. Well, I can tell you this much. They better be prepared the next time they play because Jackson State's going to run it up. If they can. If they can. Oh, they can. (laughs) Well. Have you ever watched them? I haven't, but I've seen their scores. Their scores don't impress me. And maybe he's backing, maybe he's pulling reins back a lot. off the dogs. He does it. His a lot. son is the starting quarterback, right? And he is a very accurate passer. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, like good enough to start at Georgia Tech. Good. I mean, Eddie Robinson told told him in in the post game said, "I hope he doesn't go Power Five. I hope he's here next year, so we can go to his house and and you know whatever, show him what it's all about. You know, he he's not going to talk down his team, obviously, but Mister Robinson, Mister Robinson." <laughs> If I can just have a minute of your time to talk to you, you do not want that smoke. And I mean that in the nicest <laughs> right. way possible. Yeah. Dion will beat you 70 to nothing if he can. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, let me tell you, when's the last time that the swack was talked about at all? Right. This is true. O- other than the last game of the year when it's uh, Southern and Grambling. Right. And, that, and that's not what it used to be. And that's no. only because of the Battle of the Bands. <laughs> right. Yeah. The only time you get hot for the halftime show on right. TV. Yeah. Now, that that was that was a long time ago that that even, even mattered. So, so yeah, on that part of it. And, and that was what another thing Dion said after the game in his post-game news conference. He was like, if anything, Coach Robinson should be thanking me. I did what I was supposed to do. I sold this place out. Have they ever sold this place out? He's right. He said, I sold the tickets. Yeah, yeah. And he's not wrong. No. He's, he's not, not wrong. That, that, that's for sure. So one other thing, I, I just I just popped in my head there. We had a little bit of a disagreement amongst the group this week. and We, we had two, but I can't remember what the one was between me and Neil. Actually, I think that was last week. And we forgot to bring it up. It was last week. Um, and I can't think of what it was. I remember you texting after the recording last yep. week. It was like, yep. oh, we forgot to talk about yep. whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I don't either. There's, our text strings, if there was a counter on our tax, text strings, it'd have to be 35000 plus, I would say. But I know what this week's about. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, so Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Jordan, right? Yes, Jordan got into a little tussle. Poor Jordan in 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 practice, and Wes's initial reaction was, "Well, he's a jerk. That's the way he is. Blah blah blah. This and that." He actually said, "Cut him." Yeah, he's yeah. A, he is a thug. That's the word yeah. he used was and, thug. 
and, and, and of course you come back with defending him. And, and then I was like, I kind of agree with Adam. I don't remember what Neil's take on it was. Did he even say anything no. about it? Mm-mm. So, you know, Dennis Rodman was this kind of a player. He was the glue of a team. He didn't mind at all to fight with the opponent, but he'd also fight with his teammates. Bill Lambeer was that kind of guy. Um, Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Good grief. By the way, have you all watched the Redeem team yet on Netflix? No. So, just to prove how much of a dog Kobe was, before they're playing Spain, Pal Gasol's his teammate. I've seen this. I've seen the clip of this. Oh, anyways. yeah. yeah. He's, he told Team USA, I'm running through his blank chest first play. I know what they're going to do. I'm running through his chest. And then it cuts to LeBron. He's like, he ain't going to run through his chest. That's his teammate. That's his brother. Sure enough, first play, Kobe runs Puts right him on the floor. On the and he floor. did not help him up either. Nope. Yeah. Walked over top of him. And I was like, Kobe, Kobe got that dog in. Yeah. Like Kobe was like, well, we're, we're not teammates now. Yeah. <laughs> we're opponents. Kind of like Draymond Green. The problem I have with Draymond is that he can't take anything. He can dish it out all he wants. And and don't don't hear what I'm not saying. I understand that him and Steph are the leaders on that team. I understand that they are the what makes that team run. I yeah. understand he's a good player. So he's, he's not a great player, but he's a player that has to be on that team. But, but Steph can't do that. Steph is not that player to correct somebody and pull the chain back down and go, whoa, whoa, big dog. That's not what your role is. I, he, he deals with more the media and the and the ownership and, and, and you know, the PR part of it. And, and, you know, Draymond will do the dirty work. The dirty work. Which is what he did in practice the other day. But. If you're going to bark like a big dog, don't get mad when a big dog steps up to you. But it looks like that he can dish it out, but he can't take it. Jordan and you're Poole, saying that because Jordan, Jordan Poole was, was razzing him on some stuff. Jordan Poole was, you know, in his ear. Jordan Poole was here. Well, Jordan Poole's telling him about this. And, and then Jordan Poole and shoved him. He started the physical altercation. Look, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Just like you, if anybody else saw this video, uh, Jordan Poole's on the end line. And, and uh, Draymond is over in... Uh, Starting up towards the corner of the uh, three-point line, he Draymond stops what he's doing and he comes over to to Jordan Poole, probably a good 10, 15 foot away. He walks up to Jordan Poole and he puts his face, his nose, right directly in my in his face. Which happens all the time. If I am that type of person, you don't put your nose on top of my nose just because you can't take what I'm trying to tell you or trying to razz you about and put your hot, stank breath up in my face. You're not going to do that crap without getting some sort of push, get away from me, step back. Don't you be doing that crap to me or anything like that. And then Draymond can't take the push on top of everything else that that he's already been told by Jordan Poole and Punches the lights out of Jordan Poole. Now, hold up. I agree with everything you're saying. But the second you put hands on a man, that's fair game. It's fair game. It's just just because he can't take it. He's being a big wimp. 
I'm going I'm to bark, bark, bark because I'm going to make this team better. And when you start getting barked back at and you can't take it and you're going to get up in my face and say you need to shut the hell up, no. And, and just because you get pushed a little bit, I mean, give me a break. But you know, though, if you're in the heat of the moment yeah. and you a get pushed. A push I mean, does not – a push does not <clears> – <throat> Equivalate to what he did to Jordan Poole. Like, well, all he did was put a period on it. Like my favorite <laughs> uncle, he, he ended it. He put a period right. on his eye, and then the period lasted over into NBA 2K. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. funny. Internet but now, always wins. He he is taking a leave from the team. Yeah, for a I bit. mean, give me a break. If he wants to be a leader. You go to Jordan Poole. Maybe you have a conference. I know he said he apologized. I don't know if Jordan – I haven't seen Jordan Poole's side of it, so I don't know if he came out and said, yes, he did apologize. He, but, he hasn't said anything. Okay. everybody saw him get his lights knocked out. Look, you tell Jordan, look, let's just have a, let's have a thing together. I'm going to apologize in public to you in front of everybody. You know, and if you want to be a good teammate, then you do stuff like that. You just say – it's water under the bridge. Both of them say it's water under the bridge and go on go on from there. That's not happened. I'm taking some time off. Give well, me a break. I think that's Pre- a, quit being a, I think that's the Warriors going, hey, you need to go home for a little bit. Yeah, that that is not Draymond. I Green wish the Warriors would have come out and done that. Yeah. That may that that makes me lose a little respect for the people that are in higher up in the Warriors, you know, even the I guess Steve Kerr is still the coach. Yeah. Um and just have say Draymond, I'm glad Draymond did come out and say that, and you know, did it in public, you know, on uh, on TV or on the radio or whatever he did. Sure, but, I talk about it on his podcast. But you know, have Steve Kerr say, "Yeah, we need him to take some time off," you know, and, and just <laughs> just just to make everybody understand the Warriors mean business too. Yeah. I don't know if it's out there or not, but I'm really surprised that somebody hasn't taken the, that video and then spliced it in with. The uh, Friday scene going, you just got knocked the <laughs> F out. <laughs> that has to be out there. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I bet it is out there. So, well, that's funny. So, all right. So, do we want to do we want to do our picks or do we want to Oh, no. I am rankings? so excited for the power rankings today <laughs> because I got my first win in Dynasty. Sean, do you know who it was over? Um. <clears throat> I believe it was the uh, other gentleman on the podcast this evening. And we now, Neil? We now have the same record. Yeah. We won them four. Yeah. But I own a head-to-head victory. Yeah, that's big. So that should show up in the rankings. It should. Hit my theme music. Now, he said in the he said in the text thread today. He wants that, to hit his theme, theme music, and he's still one and four. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good schedule coming up. <laughs> He did say in the like in the uh, in the text today that uh, he would gracefully take that tenth spot. I won't believe it until I see that he's number. Which 10. both of the winless teams got wins this week. Ben Ben won too. He uh, he knocked uh, Darren around. Darren's struggling with his quarterback play right now. He's he's hurt. And I pl- I play Ben this week. Oh well, somebody's gonna get a somebody's second win. Somebody's gonna get a second win unless we get a tie. All right, so. But there is only one undefeated team left. And I so think it's probably two for one week. Is Spencer. <laughs> we'll just leave number one out because we all know. 
Because you all are the twos. Boring. And we are the one. <laughs> oh, good Lord. We the ones. <laughs> You're just an honorary hey, use. <laughs> so, so I sent that... <laughs> I sent that uh, uh, text out last night or whatever night it was that I sent of the uh, cartel dude that was just kind of like sitting all by himself. Yeah. And Trey texts me, he goes, so was that cryptic text saying that you're all by yourself at undefeated? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number one is Sean. He's undefeated. Uh, number two, I'm still going to keep Spencer there. He's it really hurts nine. him. Put, it hurts him to put me at number one there. It really does. Yeah, it, he's got like 900 plus points. It's it's incredible how much how many points he played, scored at the beginning of the year. Jared's third. It's really not very. Um, they each have one loss. I wonder who beat him. Jared's third. Jeff is fourth. <laughs> wow. Trey stays fifth because so, Trey has found his groove the last two so weeks. So hold up, Jeff is four. Yeah, Trey is five. Yes, Trey just beat Jeff. I don't care. They have the same record. Don't matter to me. Trey just scored two hundred twenty-five points. He he scored over four hundred points listen, the last two weeks. Quarterbacks mean a lot in this league, and Jeff has next to Sean uh, the two best quarterbacks. But Trey combo. scored the two, the 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 best quarterback combo, I should say. So Trey so, scored two twenty five with his quarterbacks combined for twenty points. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it was insane. Uh, good for him. It that's was an great. insane week. I mean, I Brandon get, Jacobs. That's the one positive thing coming out of uh, or, the Oakland or, or Josh. Or, I mean, Josh. Uh, who did I say? Brandon, Brandon. <laughs> former running back from the New York Giants. <laughs> hey, I'm an old school guy. Brandon <laughs> Jacobs used to be on my team. Um. So Trey texts me, and he goes, you know, I would really like it for you to be undefeated by the time we play. And I think we play in like week seven, which means that I have to beat Jesse and I have to beat Wes in that oh path. Oh, God. Great. So, Great but Jesse has me uh, in, a, in a good spot this week. I got a lot of people on buys this week. Jeff is probably taking the loss in week seven. Is it against Who's it again? Jalen Hurts is on a bye, and his only other quarterback on roster is Baker Mayfield, who is oh. hurt. Yeah, we was talking about that last night, Ooh, that he was trying to figure out a way to. So, Okay, um, Jesse's going to slot in at number six. Darren's on a big downslide. Um, like you said, quarterback situation's at seven. Ben's going to move up another spot to eight because, as we said at the beginning of the season, we didn't really know what he was doing, but he had a pretty darn young team, and they're starting to hit. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson's playing good. Here we go. <laughs> Adam is at nine. Yes! <laughs> I thought about putting myself there because I've got a lot more points than Adam, but I got a head when to you head lose head-to-head. Head, hey, let me ask you a question, last. Which was more difficult for you to do today? Put me at one or put you at ten? Oh, put me at ten. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But at one and four, you still like your team. I think so. We got, what, six teams going to the playoffs? Is it six Is or it eight? Six or eight? I, I can't imagine we're doing eight out of ten. That's 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 what we've done. If that's what it is, that's stupid. 
Because we well we I had think it is six. We had twelve teams in our other league. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's six. So it means it is six. Yeah, I just looked it up. You know, one and two will get buys, and then you know play out from there. Ooh, I got a long way to go. <laughs> you do and you don't. I mean, you know, Jesse's two and three, and there and he's at six. So you're only one game out. Yeah, technically, I've not scored a lot of points though. You haven't. You're right about that. You well, just never know when they're going to start to click. And you know the crazy part about it is just, do you, do you have all of the rankings there on your list? Yes. So week one, where was Adam? Number one. I think you were, right? I was. So that's, oh, that is case in point that your team points. has massively underperformed. Oh, yeah. Here's week one. I don't, Jonathan, th- I don't, think, you, I don't think you should have traded Eckler either. I had week one was Adam, Spencer. But it's dynasty. That's why I did. Sean, me, Trey, Jeff, Jared, Jesse, Darren, and Ben. And it's moved around a little It's moved around quite a bit. I mean, you know, Adam and myself are at the bottom. But we got good And on paper at the beginning of the year, and and still now, we've got good players, good players that anybody would draft. Mm -hmm. It's just been that type of year. So since Neil's not here and and he's not going to listen to this anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and we know that the guys from the 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 Dynasty League are listening. I think most of the guys are probably listening now. I know Spencer does. I know Darren does, and I know Trey does mm-hmm. because I always get an early reaction from Trey after he first listens to it. But I think the we've talked about this a little bit because we both play in the dynasty league, but we also not together, but we all also have regular fantasy leagues. Right. The strategy of this dynasty is completely different to me. Yeah. Because I'm looking at, and it's so funny because you're so used to, like we've played the keeper league for. What five six years now? Yeah. So we're not doing that league anymore. But it was always like, okay, well, I'm going to trade for Jalen Hurts, but where can where am I going to be keeping him at? And I it has taken me weeks. And we did this draft back in what February? It was March. I mean, it was early this year. I think it was back in February. And so it has taken me up until the last couple of weeks to finally wrap my mind around the fact that like these players aren't going anywhere unless I release them or trade them. Correct. Like they're, they're, they're our guys. So Trey and I talk about trades all the time. We all talk about trades and stuff all the time. It's the aspect of, yes, you want to compete now, but you also have to look at it going, okay, if I trade for a Matt Ryan, right? What's he got? One, two years left, maybe. If he doesn't start playing better now, he might be done this year. There's nobody to replace him with. So it's like you have to have that mindset of that balance of a little bit of age, a little bit of youth, and then the the meat in in the middle. And so the to me, the whole dynamics. It's completely different on the thought process of this di- of this dynasty thing. So when I'm looking at 
you know, trades and stuff. Like I pulled off two trades today, both of them for basically handcuff running backs because if I lose those two starters, I'm not going to the waiver wire to find a starting running back. So this is more of a handcuff type situation than it ever was. Yeah. That, that's uh, every running back that I have, uh, every running back that I have, I have their backup. Uh, I knew that was going to be a key point because we have 20 people on our be- uh, on our roster. Um, you know, I I, I want to have their backup because you still have plenty of guys that you can have on your, you know, wide receivers and whatnot, maybe even tight ends that you can put into a flex or whatnot. You and, and depending on how they play throughout the year, you may even be able to – I might be able to put Madison in my uh, flex position because you just never know when they're going to be like – you know, let's just run them both. Yeah. But um, DeAndre Swift and and Jamal Williams, same same situation there, especially during bye weeks and whatnot. But I I knew going into it, I have to have these backups, um, for now and for going forward. If it's somebody like a Swift, where you know they're going to play another four or five years, you want to be able to have their um, right backup and. You know, going after the end of the season, do I keep, you know, you start to think, do I keep Jamal Williams? Do I pick up a Craig Reynolds? Do I pick up somebody that they draft? You know, so you, you start thinking about that on down the line. That's what makes, to me, Dynasty well, that I don't much think better. any of us have to worry about a draft next year because we've all traded our picks away. Yeah, well. I have one pick next year. I, do, yeah. I have one right now, I I've think. Got, I've got four still. Yeah. Um, How? Yeah, well, I just – Oh, wait, you traded them all away this past I, year. Right, exactly. I, yeah, I traded all of them for what I thought was going to be a pretty formidable team, and who knew? I mean, Tyreek Hill's the only one that's panned out on that. Zeke's not played real well, and Davis Mills is – The two man. people that I have that I have traded that have hurt me, Derek Carr, because – Tom Brady's not played until about this last two weeks, and who knows if he's going to continue. <laughs> and Josh Jacobs, I didn't realize you traded him. Yeah, I drafted him. Yeah. Um, so the the Mike Williams, uh, Justin Herbert stack that I've got right now is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, especially without with yeah. uh, as long as I, uh, Allen Keenan Allen's out. Well, he's going to be I mean, good. Even if he Doesn't comes matter. back, he'll get hurt again because he is an automatic injury. Once he gets yeah. hurt during a year. He is hurt the whole, that whole yeah. year, and he and it, his history is that. Yes, yep. I don't know that he's ever played a full season. The last two years, he missed one game because it was you know not major injuries, and it was later in the season. So he that was the most healthy he had been for the last two years. Yeah, before and, and before that, and now, bad news. So I beat Wes with no Jonathan Taylor and no Keenan Allen. <laughs> No, so, Jonathan Taylor. So, what's is, your what's your take on the, the 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 dynasty strategy? Are you basically where we're at with that? I am, and that's the only reason why I traded Austin Eckler for Najee Harris, just because it's a dynasty league. But I mean, Eckler's not that old. He's thirty. Is he really? Running yeah. backs at thirty. I did not know that. Yes. 
Najee Harris is in his second year. Yeah. I mean, my, the, a lot of these places that I have read information about is once your running back gets to about 27, your your wheels start to turn. Yeah. You know, do you try to catch them just like you did? Do you try to catch them at their peak at 27 and just get an absolute haul for them? Um, you know, sometimes that works. Sometimes it comes back and bites you in the butt for another two years. And that's, you know, going into this, I was worried about this year. So you traded Chubb for Najee Harris. Because uh, yes, cause I Ben had uh, Najee. You're right. I traded Chubb, which once again, 30 years old. Yeah. And I traded – Well, 30 years old or not, that son of a gun is running like a dog right now. <laughs> I traded Eckler to Trey. What did I get out of that deal? I don't remember what yeah, I got. Yeah, I don't either. Debo with somebody else. Yeah, that is yeah. the Debo trade. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's funny because I don't even think of I, really. I don't think about age on that kind of stuff. I I know I should because you know you got the the youth and stuff. But at this point, it you know it kind of is what it is. You know, I mean, I have at this point, I, this, I have Henry and I have Chubb, and if they're older or not, it doesn't matter. They're running like dogs right now. But the seat that you're in right now, you're sitting five and zero. Oh. You win. You know, a couple. You win a couple, three more games. You're in the. You've pretty much secured a playoff spot. But at the point that you're in now, you play for this season. Yeah. And there's and Spencer and Jared are probably in that boat now. Everybody else is kind of like, what do I do? You yeah. know, I know we're only five games in. Yeah. But. At this point, you're starting to think, what do I do? Do I start to get a little bit of youth? Do I try to go out and see what I can do about, you know, trade for, you know, trade some of my youth? It, 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 you're Right now, you're trying to get the best players that are out there to yeah. go with yours and not worried about youth at this point. You're right. not worried about years on years because you're worried about, I'm going to get this belt. Yeah, That's what I want to get this year at well, this point. Well, I mean, at this point, I've I've – and that's not where you were week one. No, no. I, I've made some very good trades and flipped a team that was a building block to I'm, – I've got a pretty solid team. If, yeah. my, if my team is healthy and, and, and playing all together at one time, I'm going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, I mean, the Lamar Jackson trade meant all the world to you. Yeah, uh, Trey texted me the other day, and he's like, maybe I shouldn't have done that trade. Uh, no. And, you know, I don't I don't think anybody would have known that Russ is doing what he's doing right now. I'm, You know, he's had a couple of solid games, but, you know, he's, he's still got Olave and that deal and Dobbins and and uh, some some picks. Uh, yeah, that, that the only place that you could be – um, hurting on, especially during bye weeks, is in what it's your it's your wide receiver wide receiver position. Yeah, but I mean, you know, did you draft Pierce? Yep. Yeah, I mean that's that's a home run. Yeah, you know, and and there's always one to two running backs. And I drafted him in the year, fourth Reese round. Hall and and Pierce are the two running backs that are are the yeah. two guys that that are home runs. Yeah, there's always 
one or two running backs that are, you know, r- rookie running yeah. backs that are home runs. Well, you and, hit that. And what was it, about two you, weeks ago I texted you and I was like, I think I'm. I think I need to start Pierce. What do you think? And, and you were like, "Yeah, I, I think you have to." Yeah, I, and I mean, he's averaging over twenty fantasy points a week right, right. now. Uh, once, once you see a rookie running back get twenty carries, yeah, there's something there. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. But anyways, that, that that's just. Uh, I, I think I think the dynasty is. It's fascinating the way that the whole logistics of it work. It's a completely different, you know, process. But what I was going to say there, just to wrap it up, I've built a team at this point that I think I can compete with for a couple of years at least. Even if, if I don't make any trades, I think I have a roster that that's, can compete for a championship for a couple of years. You can compete because you have two quarterbacks that's going to be around for a while. Yeah. yeah. And then you can build from there. Yeah, and then – And you've got yeah. a running back at this point that's going to be what looks to be pretty good for four to five years. Yeah. So you've got – You've got cornerstones. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So, all right, let's move on to the uh picks. We had some uh we had some changes in the standings this week. Let me pull those up here real Yes, quick. we did. I mean I'm still last, but I'm getting there. You have fifteen points? No, no, that's wrong. No. That's right. You weren't here. Sorry, those so, those two said. You know, I'm, I'm good with I, it. I should have stood stronger on that because me and Neil did say before the season started, no pro football because Could anybody be. can win. Exactly. Yeah. So no pro team. We, can we, win we, we, you get the buy this week. We're not doing any more pro football underdogs. That's stuff. okay. I got my five points. Yeah. So all right. So current standings. Uh, I am now in first place because I got the underdog again this week uh, with 28 points. Adam at 27 points. Neil with 22 points, and Wes with 20. So the gap has been closed for sure. So that being said, let's get to this week's picks. First game up, we have Penn State going to the big house, Michigan. Neil has picked Michigan for that game. Hmm. Wes, you're up. (laughs) Um. It's in the big house. I'm going to stick with Michigan. Okay. I said it a few weeks ago, last time I was on, I think Jim Harbaugh's found his quarterback. Yeah. I think his quarterback is the difference in this game. Give me Michigan. Not only that, but they got a running back that just basically took over right where um, – um, oh, shoot. What's, what was the kid's name that he went to Tennessee? Um, started with an H. You drafted him. He's on your. Uh, oh, Hassan Haskins. Yes, picked up right where Haskins left off, and uh, maybe even better. So I agree. I'm I'm rolling with Michigan as well. All right. Next up, this this could be game of the weekend right here. Alabama, Tennessee at Tennessee, right? It is. Yeah. First time Rocky Top has hosted game day since I think 2006. I think it. No, they was just there a couple weeks ago with Florida. Yeah, right. Were they? Yeah, yeah. 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 Was it in Knoxville? Yeah, yeah. I think they, I think they picked the wrong game to go to. <laughs> of course, that was a great game. The Florida Tennessee game was great. But yes, still unknown if Bryce Young's going to play. He's probably going to play. Alabama is an eight point favorite. That tells me he's probably playing. Yeah. But Bama's a little susceptible right now, right? 
They've struggled. Not if Bryce Young plays. Yeah. I mean, Texas, they only beat them by one. Texas is daggone good. They are, but they've lost a couple of games. So are you picking Bama? Oh. Neil picked Bama. Wes, who do you have? Did you pick the Michigan, Michigan, Penn State? Yes, Michigan. I picked Michigan. Oh, okay. Wes is struggling with his picks. These are tough games. They These are. are tough games, and this is what makes college football that that good. Look, Nick Saban kind of blew my mind breaking down that that play. It pretty much told me, like a lot of people do, you don't bet against Saban. So I'm taking Bama. Okay. So before the season started, Neil and I both had Tennessee as kind of our dark horse team. Yep. yep. We both had Hendon Hooker as a dark horse Heisman candidate. Yep. With all that being said, where is Nick Saban from? West Virginia. He's from West Virginia, and I do not pick against <laughs> fellow West Virginia people. Nick Saban and the Tide are going to get this win. It's going to be close, but they're going to get it done. Well, it makes me throw up in my mouth to pick either one of these teams because it's just two of the teams that I hate the worst. But I just got a feeling that we're going to see the Vols knock off Bama. So I'm going to pick Tennessee. Bold, I know. If the Vols knock them off, they automatically go top two, right? Well, I mean, definitely top four. I think they probably no, fall I, in behind Georgia and uh, Ohio State. I think behind Georgia, and that's it. Because I mean, I, I mean, think, and it depends on what Ohio State does this weekend. They don't. I don't think they play. They don't play this weekend. Yeah. That would be a huge jump. I, I don't I don't see that happening. I would say Georgia Tennessee is one and two if Tennessee pulls it might off. Might be. Might be. And then we have USC at Utah, right? Yep. It's at Utah? Yeah. Yep. It's at Utah. Utah is three and a half point favorites. That's nuts. Um Neil chose USC. Um I'm going to go, you know what? I have Utah picked to win the Pac-12. Yep. And it still could happen if they win this game. Yep. They have to win this game. Go Utes. Okay. I'm going with the fighting Lincoln Rileys. Give me USC. I forgot to flip my coin again. (laughs) <laughs> Although I may, I feel a little bit better after getting my underdog. I really like Utah, but USC's playing really, really well. I think the difference in this game though is going to be Utah's defense. So I'm going to go with Utah. All right, so that's our college games. We've got Buffalo, Kansas City. Is that at Kansas City or at Buffalo? I can't remember. I think at Kansas City. It is at... Nope, that ain't right. That's the wrong week. Yes, it's at Kansas City. It is at Kansas City. So, 
Uh, Neil chose Kansas City. I'm not betting against Josh Allen. Bills all the way. Okay. Nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia, stand up. Let's put somebody <laughs> through a table. Buffalo wins. I think Josh Allen wants a little wants a little uh, uh, revenge. Revenge. I don't think he gets it this week. I'm rolling with Patrick Mahomes at Kansas City. Wes is struggling with words. Words are hard. He's struggling tonight. Hey, listen, for it hit eight oh two. We're just about done. <laughs> the melatonin's kicking in. And then we've got pudding. We've got Dallas at Philadelphia. Oh, uh, he picked Dallas. Wow. Neil did. Yeah. He's all in on Cooper Rush. The red-headed. The gold rush. The red-headed child that stole the hearts of America. Cooper Rush is really good. I think he's going to no, keep that. Not. I think he's going to keep that job. No, he's not. Jalen Hurts is a man. He got that dog in him. Fly Eagles fly. Well, I, I'm. You just was talking about earlier in the show how Cooper Rush was going to be eight and zero. He said he could be eight and zero. Huh. Interesting. I'm also going the Eagles. It's at Philadelphia. That defense is playing at another level yeah, right now. Right. Well, here's what I can say. Cooper Rush has played well. It's been a it's been a nice run, Coop. But I think the Eagles are going to prove why Dak needs to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles by seventeen. Whoa! 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 Maybe that needs to be another side bet on. <laughs> you lose five points if they don't lose, win by seventeen. All right, and then bet. we have uh, the underdog picks. Uh, Neil went with Kansas over Oklahoma. Solid pick. I'm going with Illinois over Minnesota. Is Minnesota favored in that game? By six and a half. <laughs> the fighting PJ Flex will not die. Huh. I looked at that game. Yeah. I thought about going that game. But in my heart of hearts, I couldn't do it. Because there's a team I picked to win their conference that happens to be an underdog this week. I mean, you're going to have the same pick. Oklahoma State? Yep. Oklahoma State is my underdog pick. Who do they play? TCU. TCU. At TCU. It's a four I thought of, I thought about the Kansas game, and then I changed it because Neil told me Kansas, and then son of a gun, if you don't pick Oklahoma State. So, well, I'm, I'm not – you know, I'm not going to change it because I think you know. I, I think that's a solid uh, game. That'll be that'll be a really good game. By too. the way, did, speaking of TCU, did you see where Gary Patterson, who's on the Texas staff, kept asking what the TCU score was the whole Texas game? <laughs> He's like, "Listen, once a horn frog, always a horn frog." He's got deep ties to that. He does. Do, does he wind up getting another coaching job? He's a. I don't. He think should. He, I don't think he wants one. Uh, well, that might be true. Yeah. I think he got a little burnt out on it, yeah. you know, to be honest with you. So, we'll wrap the show up with this. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I first want the, I first want the reaction. Since we're talking about college, and uh, you brought up West Virginia a minute ago. Oh. I want the reaction of when you got the Facebook post. I'm glad you said this, because I got something to add to that. 
it was nice. It was a nice touch. I was not expecting it at all. Or not at all. Not. I could never have. Thought Neil that sent was it coming. to me, and I was like, "That's fantastic." Well, I reached out to Ashley a few weeks ago. I knew, I knew your birthday was coming up, and I I, I thought it was the eighth, the same day as my anniversary. And she goes, "No, it's the ninth. And she told me how old you were because I wanted you know double check on that part of it. But I think we actually thought about that. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, a, a, a while back. You know, because we know how much you love Pat, Pat White. And he was really cool. I, we, we watched several of his videos, and he he, he does a real uh, real good job with it. And he he did a really good job on that one. Here's what you don't know: we tried to get Will Levis to do it, and he refunded the money back. Said there is no way in heck I am wishing happy birthday to that hater. Are you kidding me? I didn't know this. I'm 100% kidding, but I thought oh. that was great. <laughs> I wish you were serious. Oh, man, that would have been great. I was like, I they was, kept that from me. I was going to text that back to last night in the chat, and I was like, no, wait, I'm going to save that for the show. <laughs> the war on Levis would have picked right back up. <laughs> I mean, that would have been fantastic, right? Be like, that would have no, been no, really no, good. no. I'm not wishing that dude a happy birthday. Have you heard the things he said about me? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> what did you What did you say your mom said? That was pretty good. She, she said, did Pat White really tell you happy birthday? I was like, you saw the video, yeah? <laughs> she was like, that is so cool. Like, that's awesome <laughs> that your friends would do that for you. Like, that's awesome. How she, did, how, what was she said? How did they contact yeah, him? <laughs> she was like, how did that happen? I had to explain Cameo and how yeah, yeah. all that works and she was she was really impressed. Well, speaking of West Virginia, I happen to be in our one of our local establishments here in um, in uh, Montgomery County, Mount Sterling, and just happened was it save a lot? It was not save a lot. I just happened across this. Oh man! And I couldn't pass it up. Oh my goodness! <laughs> It is a West Virginia pillow pet because you all can't see it because we're podcasting. That's right. <laughs> the boys will definitely enjoy this. It has a coonskin hat. It's got a coonskin hat. <laughs> it's a bear. That is a bear, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. It looks like a bear. It is a bear. Yes. It's a West Virginia black bear with a coonskin trademarked West Virginia hat. <laughs> it's got a fuzzy, bushy tail. West, you shouldn't have. I mean, you know, I couldn't believe they had they had another thing that was West Virginia there too. It was just nice, nice decorative pillow, and I was like, this would be nice. And then I saw that, and I went, "Woof! I gotta get that." <laughs> Looks like Bob Huggins in his in his West Virginia stuff. This it's is Huggy the Bear. Huggy Bear. <laughs> this is the Huggy Bear right That's here. Funny. That's nice. That's nice. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you had a good birthday, and it was it was cool. Uh, getting Pat White to do the cameo for it, sure. It was definitely cool when you all sent the text. I was like, yeah. "Hey, you got something on Facebook?" I just thought you know it'd be a silly <laughs> yeah. Facebook post, like one of our funny moments or whatever from Nashville, maybe or something. Yeah. No, it was Pat White. It was yeah. like Adam, the, the we greatest like... white quarterback in West Virginia history. <laughs> no, I was, we almost said that. I was curious. I wondered. We <laughs> were like, we didn't know if he would get it or not. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't do that. Um, 
But yeah, it's, uh, it, I, I think I think it's kind of cool because it's limited as to what you can tell them. Right. But he just basically said how big of a fan you were that you're from West Virginia. We do a podcast together, and we wanted him to kind of wish you a happy birthday from us. And of course, you know, it's, it, it's kind of like ad you know ad lib from whatever they want to say. But like he pretty pretty much nailed it. He he knocked it out of the park. And he's with the L.A. Chargers now. Is, yes, he is. Is he quarterback coach? I'm pretty sure he's the quarterback coach. Might, yeah, might yeah. be right. Uh, yes, he 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 is. Uh, so this is kind of funny because there's a little chat going on right now. The uh, I, <laughs> Jesse is trying to figure out the uh, the singletary trade that I pulled off. He goes. I thought the goal was to improve your roster now or build for the future. Well, who didn't improve their roster? Him or me? <laughs> you definitely improved your roster because having Chubb and then getting Cream Hunt means all the sense in the world for your team right I, now. I started out just trying to get a tight end, and then he, like, it just kind of went from there. And I was like, well, hey, what about Hunt? And I was like. And then he goes, well, Singletary's the number one guy. Singletary's young. I mean, like, I don't think Singletary's a bad – I mean, I just traded Kamara for him. I mean, he didn't question that. So, I, I like Singletary. I, but, I mean, I, the opportunity you, to get Hunt – got to have 50% knowledge and 50% salesman in you. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of salesmen in you. I am full of BS, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll end on this. This is where I was going to go. We've had a streak of coaches getting fired. Who's your prediction? Who's the coach that gets fired coming on to next week's podcast? Let me look at this that's week's a, schedule. That's a good uh, – hmm. And the question is, are you thinking pro or college? Oh, no, it's college. Definitely college? Yes. I don't – I don't – think there's anyone on the hot that much it, of a hot is Louisville playing point. again no that's what I was looking at yeah. no see there's here's the point here's the thing Cunningham's out they played their new their other quarterback their other quarterback played well they're three and three they're not I mean they could get a you know all they need is three more wins to make a bowl not that three and three is good but he's also got he's in the same boat as Venables Whatever they did with NIL up there has been really good, and they've got a top ten currently uh, uh, recruiting, class, class. recruiting class for next year. So And the number one running back. It saves him some – it gives him just the tiniest bit of leeway um, to uh, – so I feel like I another loss or two he's probably I thought not. if he lost that game – you know, make, that making him two and four, I thought he'd be gone. They, yeah. they I thought already it was came out and said, "If you lose, you're fired." Yeah, yeah. So he was he was literally coaching for his job, and they won thirty four to ten. So I, with I, a backup quarterback, yes. right? I, I I don't I don't I think his seat's still extremely hot. Though. Oh, there's no doubt. So out of the bye week this week, they have Pitt at home. It's probably a loss. Wake Forest at home, probably another loss. So they're three and five right now. So they get Pitt at home and Wake Forest at home. Yes. Are both of those games on Saturday? No, uh, you you talking about Louisville's next two games? Yes. They're they're at home or they're on the road. They're at home. Louisville's wow. at home. 
Man, that Wake Forest Louisville game at home, that'd be a pretty cool game and to watch. Yes, it's on Saturdays. I was going to say, if either one of those games are on Friday, I don't bet against Louisville on Friday. They should have won the Florida State game on Friday. Yeah. And then week 10, number 25 ranked James Madison comes to Louisville. Oh, that's the game he gets fired. Then that would put him at three and six. <laughs> then it's at Clemson. Three and three seven. And seven. He's, he's done. And then Kentucky. NC State. Well, now, NC State, didn't they just lose their quarterback? At this point, that schedule you just said, did they really? I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that I heard today that their quarterback got hurt. That's not good. And then at Kentucky to end the year. So, four and eight at best. Basically. And who's who's the win? <laughs> guess. Well, I mean, we're guessing the NC State if their quarterback's out. Yeah. Oh, I've, I thought yeah. he was one hundred percent. hundred percent. I thought he was going with Kentucky. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, with that schedule, there's coming no out, way he makes. He's that just trip. a lame duck coach at this point. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's. You gone. can't keep him. I'm not, sure, if they, if I'm they not so sure. There's a coach that does get fired this week. I don't. I don't I, there's just not uh, unless Josh McDaniels goes out and loses another game for. Do you know who's on the hot seat? I'll tell you who's on the hot seat and could. And, and I think might be the next head coach that gets fired in the NFL coach that gets fired during the season. Zach Taylor. He's not running that team the way it needs to be run. Now, on now, Zach Mike Taylor kick for a while. Mike Brown is not a component of firing coaches in the middle of the season. Yeah, <laughs> you've I would, got a young enough team. I would lean McDaniel's Nick. or Campbell over Zach Taylor. I wouldn't. Too early in their too early in their tenure yet. Well, I think Zach Taylor is the, the the next one that gets fired. Maybe Staley better be glad that kicker from uh, Cleveland missed that kick the other. He day. might be next. Yeah, I still like him. I like the decisions. I do too, but he's got to be just a hair bit smarter. Yeah, yeah, he does. All right, well, another great show and. Uh, we will. Uh, we probably won't have Neil for the next few weeks. So they, we probably won't have him back till after the election. District one. So um, board of education. <laughs> so, anyways, another great show, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. Don't you say that. <laughs> Sacrilege. The Moco Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.